Hi, Dan. Welcome. Thank you. APG is one of the largest pension fund managers in the world with 325 billion euros under management. Tell us a little bit about APG's investments in Asia and in particular your private real estate investments. We started in 2007 with a mandate for private equity real estate investments as well as infrastructure investments. Shortly thereafter we, um, we expanded um, our teams with a listed real estate equity mandate and a mandate for listed equities in emerging markets. So since we started our portfolio, uh, we started with something like a billion uh, euro under management and now it has grown to 9 billion under management and of that 6 billion is real estate. And roughly 70-75% of portfolio is invested in the developed market and the remainder, let's say 25-30% in the emerging markets. And if you look at the emerging market, then China is the largest in that and it takes about half of that. Among all the different segments of the property market in China, offices, residential, retail, logistics, which segment do you find the most attractive right now? So investing in logistic warehousing, we think that at the moment that is uh, one of the most attractive categories in China to invest in. Chinese growth, econo strong economic growth, uh, not only in export and imports, but also in, in domestic consumer spending leads to a lot of flows of, of goods within the country. The need for quality logistic warehousing is, uh, is eminent. In addition to that, amount of capital expenditures you have to put into uh, to, uh, literally to build a logistic warehouse is relatively less compared to other real estate categories like office, for example, or retail. The challenge though is land value, if you sell land uh, for logistic warehousing, is also less. And the amount of tax revenues you generate from a logistic warehousing is less attractive to the local governments. As such, yeah, it's, it's more challenging to get the right land. You've invested in Australian logistics, Indian hotel properties, and also Chinese car park properties. Are there any sectors that you try to avoid in China right now? It's office in general, globally. We are a little bit less uh, uh, interested in because of its cyclical nature. And if you uh, look at in the Chinese market, uh, a lot of um, the transactions are not transactions that you can buy a whole office building uh, because a lot of the transactions are so-called strata title sales. So that means that the developer is selling the office buildings floor by floor and that makes it um, harder to manage the whole building and also if you want to later on you want maybe want to sell the building at the prudent time which is important for office because it is a cyclical game um, makes it harder because first you have to discuss uh, you have to get an agreement with all the different owners one of the major challenges about investing in private real estate is illiquidity what do you do to mitigate this risk that we are long-term investors and we, we invest with the strongest uh, partners. Uh, if your product is good, if you have good investments, then what we see in our uh, current portfolio, our non-listed portfolio, that selling stakes in those portfolios are doable. So we really see that secondary market in, in private funds is growing. There's a global trend, uh, even private equity funds, where you see uh, for the, for, uh, for the of course, for the vehicles which are performing well, then of course selling and buying is relatively 
easy. Now, easy is doable. Uh, however, of course, if you look, um, it depends also a little bit on the, on the strategy. So if you have an opportunistic strategy where you uh, want to develop something and sell it, that is a relatively short uh, lifespan. So it's, it's, it's less uh, easy, of course, to sell those stakes because a lot of the value is generated at the end when you sell the apartments. Then thank you so much for your time. Thank you.